my father was basically friends with my half-sister's father, who's two years older than me, and I'm pretty sure that's how they met. And, you know, had a relationship, had a baby, but he was interested in my mom and not the kids. Last time I saw him was probably... I don't think he was ever, like, in a sort of domestic relationship, being the father figure, but last time I think that was we went on a fishing trip on a lake. It's probably, like, the only time I can probably recollect any sort of interaction. The funny thing is, is that I can recall the fishing trip very vaguely, but I don't remember the figure at that fishing trip as my father. I've actually had to been told down the line that that person I remember from that trip is actually my father. So it's, it's really strange. He was still, you know, in communication with us and my mother up to, I think I was about two years old, but I have no recollection other than this, you know, very fuzzy sort of fishing trip thing. After my mom and my father split up, I'm pretty sure she fell into another relationship and it wasn't a very healthy one and I won't go into details but I ended up living with my aunt and my uncle as a repercussion of that. I remember what I was confused about is the fact that I had to strictly call them aunt and uncle because so many times I would want to call them mom and dad. I was at that stage still. It's almost the same thing as calling your mother by her name or calling your father by his name. I can't do it. It's just not in me. So I guess my relation to the idea of the term father has never been... That sort of association has always been attached to uncle so-and-so. You know, when I think of the term father, I don't think of my genetic father. I think of my uncle. I've always had a father figure in my uncle. You know, he was the one that dressed up as Santa Claus on Christmas, you know, um, took us to Dollywood, took us on vacations, you know, whenever got us our first bikes, took us fishing afterwards. He was, you know, the father figure. Uncle so-and-so is the one I lived with two years, and my brother-in-law, who's been with my sister since I was like four. He got, he's been married to my sister for 10 years now. Um, I forget exactly what year they were married. They had three kids together. Starting in high school, we moved in with them. We moved, they lived in a nice, well-to-do suburban house. Like, my oldest sister is someone who definitely broke out of that self-perpetuating cycle. And um, because of my brother-in-law. That, of course, is one reason why I'm so completely grateful to him. Because of the fact that he influenced my sister to a point where she was able to have a functional household enough to where me, my mother, and my other sister were able to move in with them when my mother lost her job. And we were able to stay with them for four years. I've always been so completely grateful to him for that. Because if it weren't for him staying with my sister, that would have never happened. And we would still be back where we were. So I lived with him four years throughout high school and he was basically the father figure you know he grounded me if I was in trouble he would give me money if I needed money you know all the ways that father is involved he was involved and he came from a completely different place than anyone else in my family did or anyone that my mother would probably be interested in so it was just really nice because I was able to have this completely objective outsider influence I'm really grateful for that.
you know, I send both of them Father Day cards to this day, you know. So it's never been, like, an emotional gap in my life, this absence of a genetic father, because I have two completely wonderful male role models in my life. If I were to ever get married, both of them would walk me down the aisle, is what I say, you know. The idea of having a father figure in the kind of town I grew up in was so strange that a lot of mothers had rules that you couldn't go to sleepovers where there was a male in the house. Like, so few families were used to having male figures in the house that, you know, the idea of a male in the house automatically conjured up ideas of, well, that man's obviously going to be an alcoholic, going to get drunk and molest you in your sleep. So no, you can't go over to that sleepover. That was like the relationship that my mother and a lot of other mothers had with men at the time. I mean, growing up, I probably only had one friend that did have like a married father in the household. And um, I had other friends who either father wasn't in the life or I remember I had one friend who's had a really traumatic experience where she actually saw her father die of lung cancer in a wheelchair in front of her, just like shut off right there in front of her. So it's never been like a thing where I always thought it was this different situation from the norm. It just wasn't strange or exotic or different in any way. I, I thought I had a good situation going for me. My mom has a very sketchy past that um, the more I find out about, the more I wish I didn't know about. I don't know, she grew up in foster care. Um, she has nine siblings, some of which have been involved in crimes that you don't even, that would be too gruesome to hear on TV kind of stuff. And just the kind of stuff that like, I'm, I love my image of my mom and I love my mom, but the more I hear about her past, the more that shifts and the more I come to question like her methods of raising me and just, I mean, I do want to figure these things out down the line, but just, it's always really uncomfortable to hear about. I mean, just recently, I think it was last year before I came to college that she was telling me about that period at which I was living with my aunt and uncle and I kind of wish I never had heard that. It involved, you know, drugs and abuse and stuff that I, stuff that I had been completely illusioned against, and I'm kind of enjoying this illusion while it lasts, and kind of like gradually letting myself chip away to the reality of the situation after I have a better grasp of who I want to be as an independent adult. I'm trying to get away from a certain way that I was brought up. There's a certain sort of like self-perpetuating cycle within my family, within just my relatives that I'm really trying to break out of. You know, my mom will ask me questions, well, don't you wonder, don't you want to know this person? He was a wonderful guy and, you know, he may be this way and that way, but he's your father. And I'm like, it's just so much easier to just keep those emotions attached to my real father figures, you know? And to try and like conjure up emotions towards someone I've never met has always been kind of just annoying, like this sort of fake relationship that my mom kind of imagines we have, which we don't. I guess another reason why I never really liked hearing about my father is just whenever he is spoken about, he's spoken about as this great guy, as this guy that she says you'd fall in love with after five minutes talking to. Like, even my oldest sister, who's like 36 now, talks about 
just how hilarious he was and how of all mom's frequent boyfriends at the time and all the people, different people she was dating at the time, how he was like her absolute favorite. My mother says she'll basically never stop loving him and just, you know, how he's this wonderful guy. He's just so funny, but he's also an alcoholic, but he's a funny drunk, you know? It's just like all these sort of features that would make him a despicable guy. He's a bum, he's lazy, he's irresponsible, he's an alcoholic, but he's fun and he's funny and he's funny when he's drunk and he's, I don't know, he's a laid back guy. It's just, they always seem to want to redeem him, you know, try to like make him into someone I do want to get to know, but it only makes it worse and I think they fail to realize that. And I guess that's the upsetting part because of the fact that, you know, if he's this great, wonderful guy, then why don't I deserve to know him? And why, if he's so great and wonderful, then why hasn't he ever taken interest in me sort of thing? And trying to, like, build this relationship towards him, I don't want to, like, you know, talk to him on the phone for five minutes, which, you know, might be just talking to, like, a estranged cousin or strange, unrelated family member for five minutes. It would be the same thing, except for the fact that I'm kind of scared by the fact that apparently I'll fall in love with him after five minutes of talking. So I don't really want that, you know? It's just a lot easier to stay distance from the stranger than sort of like have this relationship that would just only be distressful, I'm sure. Actually, last year on Valentine's Day, he called my mother. And this is the first contact he's made with either of us since I was two. He just had a conversation with her over the phone, asked how I was doing, asked how everyone else was doing, just like... And the amazing thing is, we thought he was dead. We had been keeping track, you know, through word of mouth, through other people. I'm not even sure I didn't want to figure out details. That he was dying of, like, arthritis or some sort of cancer. He couldn't move his hands, something like that. Apparently, like, a few months before that contact was made, they had heard that this person they had been keeping track of by the same name had died. And they were, like, in that period of debating on whether or not to tell me. And they decided to tell me about, like, this information after he made contact and proved himself to be alive. And I thought that was pretty distressing that, you know, they had felt so, they had felt like I was so fragile and delicate about the whole situation that they were going to keep this sort of like crucial information from me. I guess because they didn't want me to feel guilt for um, never having made contact. But that is always like an element that I think about that, you know, something will happen where I will not get a chance to meet him. And I'm always trying to decide whether or not that would bother me. But there's really no way to tell until it actually happens. Maybe one day when I feel like I'm less hormonal and like emotionally distressed already and um, maybe a little bit less self-centered with what's going on in my own life right now, then maybe I can go ahead and make sort of like an objective relationship with this stranger, like just meet a new person. I don't really want to think about him as like a parental figure that should be part of like my rearing, because I still feel like I'm being reared right now, you know? As for sort of like self-driven efforts of contact, it's pretty funny. Recently, he showed up in my suggested friends box on Facebook. 
his name and a picture that was recognizable, though, like, you know, definitely dated and aged. I decided to add him, and of course he's like generations back, so he probably doesn't even know how to log on to Facebook anymore or something, so I mean, I'm assuming that that's why he hasn't accepted my friend request, which happened a little before Valentine's Day this year. I mean, I, I don't know, I guess I just kind of like saw it, clicked, yes, send friend request, just out of curiosity, just like being able to have that sort of door open and seeing whether or not he's willing to step through it or if I decide to step through it. I mean, that sort of fuzzy picture I tell you about from the memory of the fishing trip I have, I used to think was just a reoccurring dream. Like I had to talk to my mom about it. It's like, hey, I, I think I remember this dream I had once where I saw this guy and I described like the facial features and the way he was. He was laughing and holding a fishing pole and he asked me to get a beer out of the cooler. And then like I remember watching boats instead or something like that. And she said, oh, well, that wasn't a dream. That happened. We were on this fishing trip. And that's how just completely vague and abstract it was to me, I guess. It doesn't really get to be much more than that.